Business Radio X Studios in Richmond, Virginia, it's time for Richmond Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Richmond Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get into it, it's important to recognize our sponsor, SMN Square, providing building blocks to success and sustainability. Today on Richmond Business Radio, we have Jan Slay, and she is with the Laptop Life Coach. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about the Laptop Life Coach. How are you serving folks? Yes, yes. So um, the Laptop Life Coach is basically a life coaching system where we operate from sisterly advice and specialize in confidence coaching specifically with young girls and um, millennials and young adults, just trying to break these generational curses as early as possible. So that way young people can live their best quality of life and also um, stomp out all of those emotional baggages that we carry along so that they can move further, faster and more efficiently as well. So it's pretty much sisterly advice, like I said, but really with a purpose to build some sort of self-awareness, self-love and um, self-accountability as well. So now what's an example of a generational curse? Oh, yes. So that's actually a really great question. And one huge example that I can think of automatically is low self-esteem, where it shows up in so many different ways, like um, lack of financial literacy or keeping up with the Joneses, or also um, allowing yourself to be privy to relationships that are not serving. For example, toxic relationships, or um, it, it all kind of stems from the same place of low self-esteem. And chances are, like if I have low self-esteem, then someone that raised me probably had it as well. So those are those generational curses that get passed down through the generations. And until somebody says, hey, I'm going to address the elephant in the room, unfortunately, it just gets bigger and bigger and continues to plague the other generations as well. Now, do you find... um a paradox of being a young person and any generation really, I think this Mm -hmm. is uh, relevant is that the young person on one hand wants to be unique and special and kind of carve their own path. But on the Mm -hmm. other hand, they want approval from the people around them. Yeah. So I definitely see that a lot. And I find that the whole um, carving my own path has become in a sense, I just want to seem like I'm carving my own path because sometimes people are really living their authentic, true selves, but those people are not the ones seeking approval. It's the ones who, it's to me, it's like a facade and an act. Like I just want to be a contrarian and go against. And so I'll say, oh, I'm doing all this stuff, but if it's in spite of or for approval, then I can't necessarily say, it's from a free thinking space, I would challenge that and say that that in and of itself shows that there might be some lack of self-awareness because when we are really living our authentic true selves, it's not coming from a place of, well, I'm going to do this because someone said I couldn't, or I'm going to do this so people will like me. It's really just, I'm going to do this because that's who I am. That's what I want to do. And I don't really care 
um, if someone agrees with it or not. Now, how do you help that individual who uh, maybe has what it takes to be successful, Mm -hmm. but doesn't truly believe it? Like they don't think they're qualified enough that they have to get one more degree or they have to get one more credential or they have to, you know, learn one more thing. So they keep kind of delaying Mm -hmm. the leap into life, but it's really kind of self-sabotaging themselves because of fear. Yeah. So I would say that personally, I believe that we are all capable of doing something special because there are some things that only I can do. I'm sure there are some things that only you can do, or at least, you know, you're the best at it. And I think that sometimes we get, we can get beaten down so much about trying to fit in and keeping with the status quo. And when those things aren't satisfying, um, then we can start attacking ourselves or maybe someone told us we weren't good enough or anything like that. But I'd say that all of that is just a lie, in my opinion, because if we were all created and uh, we all have things that make us special, then we all have something to contribute to society and to contribute um, to ourselves. Because really, when we don't live our authentic truths, that's when we can easily believe the lies that people tell us. Because if, if I'm not being my full self, then someone, of course, could say, oh, well, you're you're horrible. You suck. And if I don't know that I'm really amazing and that I'm awesome, then I could believe that lie of, oh, you suck. But through the journey of self-discovery and just taking those steps, because what I realized is fear never goes away. We just become more courageous. So I would just tell that person, even though you might be afraid, even though you might be scared to try something new or you don't feel I guess you could say worthy at that point. You never know unless you try and you just have to push through and um, things will eventually just work out. And uh, it's a challenging journey. I will say that it's not something that you can just wake up and everything changes for the better, but one step at a time and all these different services. And there's so many free resources. I even have a YouTube channel, but it's like taking each step at a time And then celebrating every single small win because every single step does matter. So that's another tip. If you're someone that um, feels a certain type of way or doesn't have the confidence yet, just take every single win as a huge celebration because you're one step closer to wherever you want it to go. Now, uh, you frame your service as a virtual big sister, Kind, mm-hmm. kind of like a mentor or kind of someone showing someone the path. Was there a mentor or somebody important to you that showed you the path of what you could be? So yes and no, honestly. And that's why I framed it as the virtual big sister, because I'm the eldest. And for a long time, I was an only child. And there were certain things that, in my experience, I wish that I had, like someone to really understand and interpret my emotions and tell me why I was feeling a certain type of way or um, what was going on and how could I break the generational curses placed on me. And so now that I am a big sister, well, I've been a big sister for a while, but really stepping into that role, I noticed how much of an impact you can actually have on somebody's life that's younger than you that kind of looks up to you. And um, I really just decided 
that I wanted to be for other people what I wish that I had. Um, now, not to say that my parents weren't loving or anything like that, but there was definitely some gaps there in my growth and in my youth that I definitely plan to fill for other people. So yes and no. So now what put you on the path to being a life coach and, and, and why should people consider a life coach, especially at a, a relatively young age? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I say the younger, the better, because the sooner that we can get our young people and our new leaders to begin to focus more so on what they can do rather than what they can't, then we can make a lot more strides quicker. And my whole thing, I'm all about effectiveness and efficiency. And the sooner that we can teach the young people to be effective and efficient within their own lives and take control of their own lives, um, the further we'll go as a society and a community. Now, why me as a life coach? Because I take the big sisterly approach. Um, I talk to all of my clients the same way I would talk to one of my siblings, regardless if they're older than me, younger than me, or my same age, because even though we are all different, there are some templates and some similarities that we can all work from. And a life coach in general is like, if anyone has ever played a sport, typically you can't have a thriving team without a good coach. And not to say that you can't be a successful person without a good coach, not at all. But if you have a lot of really great players on the team and no one really saying, okay, here's how we're going to move. This is what we're going to do next. And this is how we can get to the next step. Then sometimes there might be confusion. Sometimes you need that extra sense of accountability. And especially with younger people, if they're able to get that um, accountability, the discipline, and even like the financial understanding, that literacy, then they will have a lot more time, like I said, to focus on what they actually want in life rather than those generational curses or um, having to live paycheck to paycheck or keeping up with the Joneses or being in toxic relationships because that really does waste a lot of time. So like I said, I'm all about effectiveness and efficiency. And so I do believe that if we can get the youth now, then they will be able to live more effective and efficient lives later on. So now what are some of the things that young girl is going through? Maybe that 12 to 17 year old is going Mm -hmm. through where um, kind of uh, engaging with you or your team would help them. Absolutely. So the biggest thing that I've learned, especially right now that I can see with my own sisters is a confidence that you only get from human to human interactions. Um, A lot of the young people that I've interacted with right now are having a interesting time handling the pandemic and the virtual learning and all of that. And also the peer pressure aspect of it all. And they're, um, they're changing, if that makes sense. Their bodies are changing. So it's just so many things that you would naturally have to deal with as a young person, but on top of everything else that we already have to deal with, or they already have to deal with now COVID. So now they can't see their friends. And now the interactions with 
other people are a little bit more awkward. They're a little bit more shy. They have a little bit more social anxiety. And on top of that, there's the social media. So it's telling the young girls what they should look like, how they should dress, how they should be. And it's, it's such a stressful time and environment for these young women. And it's a perfect storm for depression. It's a perfect storm, like I said, for social anxiety. It's a perfect storm for um, just chaos in the mind because there are ver- relatively no outlets. So um, basically what we do is we provide that community aspect as well because we have weekly and monthly meetings where it's a safe space and a safe community, no peer pressure, um, none of that. And also a place where the girls are able to talk and be very candid because um, if they can understand that there is a safe place for them to air their grievances or whatever they're dealing with, and they can do it in a safe environment with no judgment, then we find that they're a lot more open. And um, that sisterly community, it breaks down the barriers of, social anxiety and all those other things, like I said, because it's no judgment, it's raw, authentic form of self. And we give them the freedom to be themselves and discover themselves with the safety of a, like I said, a monitored community group and also still getting that social interaction that they're so craving right now. Now, part of your service is to at least have conversations around, if not kind of to teach some young people about financial literacy. Um, Mm -hmm. How did that kind of become part of your repertoire? Yeah, so um, we really try to cover everything that fully encompasses living a a sustainable life as an adult (laughs) as much as we can with the young girls. But it's just such a big part of living a prosperous life. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or barely making ends meet, or you, because even if we have or making a whole lot of money, if we don't know how to keep it and what to do with it in some aspects, because I'm not a financial advisor, but um, just to teach them basic understanding, um, it certainly I feel is necessary. And for me to say, oh, I want them to live their best quality of life, um, they have to know how to um, do certain things financially or that just will not be possible, especially with um, how everything is picking up right now with the cryptocurrencies and all these different things. Um, They have to have some sort of understanding of how to make their money make money for them. And also some understanding of how not to blow their budgets, because one thing that um, I've seen growing up that's really stressful for people is money. People are always stressing about money, always stressing about bills, then getting when you get behind on bills and debt and all this other stuff. And if we can help the next generation of young women and maybe men at some point, but young women to not have those burdens, once again, they can focus on actual things that will help them improve their quality of life rather than, okay, am I going to pay my electric bill or am I going to go out with my friends? If that makes sense. So now part of what you teach, uh, is this correct that part of what you teach is kind of ways to make passive income or you just encourage folks to consider having multiple revenue streams? So it's more so on the sense of encouraging and educating 
because I never want to be the one like I'm going to tell you what to do and you need to do this and that. Um, and they're minors. So, you know, kind of work with that. But just giving them the education to where if you want to learn about this, go here. If you want to learn about this, go there. And then this has been my experience. This is my streams of passive income. This is what I'm doing. And you can look into it more when you get older. And um, the more that they learn about it now, by the time that they're actually able to start these businesses and things, um, they'll already know what they're doing for the most part. And if they want to do some more education on their own, then they can. But it's one of those things that you're opening their mind that, hey, you don't have to think that you're going to get this high paying job. There's lots of ways to skin the cat that you can have a lot of um, money, but you can have multiple revenue streams that maybe you control. Yes, exactly. So now for you in your work, uh, what has been the most rewarding part? The most rewarding part is, I hate to sound cliche, (laughs) but it's just like hearing the young women, um, the, the difference in how they speak, but also the difference in how they act and how they hold themselves and seeing the once shy girl that comes on the call and didn't really used to speak or wasn't really engaged now speaking, um, hearing from parents like, Oh my gosh, since you started working with, um, her thing, she's just like been thriving and I can see the difference. So that is so rewarding because it just takes me back to when I wish I had somebody that was doing what I'm doing. So to be able to see that with my own eyes and also hear it is absolutely the most rewarding part of this entire journey for sure. So now when someone uh, engages with you, there's one-on-one coaching, but there's also courses that you have a variety of ways for them uh, to be served by you and your team. Yes, yes, absolutely. So um, for the young women, because we work with young women and young adults. So for the young women, that's the one-on-one coaching and also Um, We have weekly sessions. So right now it's on Thursdays, girls night in. And then the first Saturday of every month, we have sister Saturday virtually. So those are um, held on Zoom with like everyone just talking, conversing, virtual workshops, this, that, and the third. And then for young adults, um, because I'm also a first graduate, uh, first generation college graduate from Virginia State University. So um, there was a huge gap for me when I graduated. So we do, uh, well, actually are working on courses for young adults in that capacity because we do want to be able to help regardless of the budget. So whether it's free services in terms of YouTube videos or um, the one-on-one coaching or the courses or the live sessions, there's something for everyone's budget because everybody needs some sort of wellness. But we definitely have a slew of different options, but 100% virtually. So now if somebody wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what's the website? Yes. So the website is thelaptoplifecoach.com. That's the best one to contact us. Good stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. This was um, such fun and I look forward to speaking again. All right. And the website one more time is thelaptoplifecoach.com. Yes.
Good stuff. Well, thank you again for sharing your story. Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Richmond Business Radio. Mm-hmm.